Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest Riker. The rumors, the reports, all everything happening continues to flow in and Raptors big man Serge Ibaka, it seems like every team in the NBA is trying to get Serge Ibaka, trying to recruit Serge Ibaka. Obviously, with Marcus All expected to be leaving the Raptors, I think you and I are there hasn't been any news to sort of contradict that. Serge Ibaka is the the lead guy sp- supposedly going forward for this team, but it's it might be tough to re-sign him, Riker, with the whole league after him. But then we have contradicting reports that from John Hollinger coming out saying that Serge Ibaka is only worth five million on the on the market. So I, I think we'll we'll break that down first before we get into KD recruiting him to the Nets and the Lakers and the Rockets being heavily interested in him. But what are your thoughts on him? His market value potentially being five million dollars, and coming from a guy John Hollinger, I didn't believe it myself when I first heard it. You and I had to sort of look up the credibility of the guy, but he's worked in. Uh, he has NBA experience for over seven years. He's worked for ESPN Sports Illustrated and stuff. He's not just a, a rando, Riker. What, what even is that, <laughs> Ben? Okay, it's rude. One, it's rude. To, to to suggest that somebody who's he's only 30 i mean we call into question sometimes the conspiracy around his age but we won't get into that but he's only 30 years old ben coming off statistically the best season of his entire career at most points per game uh he's very improved i think in his rebounds per game i think it was his second best rebounding season really fantastic three-point shooting he was he was the guy for the Toronto Raptors at that center position when Marcus All struggled for long stretches during this season. He was, I think, an integral part of this Raptors team, and obviously they came up a little bit short in that Boston Celtics series, but that is by no means a knock against how well this team played throughout the regular season and then with everything that happened in the bubble. So to suggest that he's going for $5 million, that that's... That's pretty rude, Ben. But at the same time, if people want to go and assume that his market value is five million, and they all put in offers around five million, and the Raptors come in at a smooth ten, which is still ten million less than what we expected that we would offer, uh, I'd be okay with that, Ben. Ricky, you and I have been worried for the past month that the Charlotte Hornets are going to come in and offer him a max. We we were worried he was getting an Al Horford type of contract, thirty-five, forty million plus per year over the next four seasons. You know. Like and that's obviously unmatchable for this team. Maybe maybe even a little bit less, but you know, five million. If that's as the the reports on Serge Ibaka, we we said had the same sort of theme in the the Fred Van Vliet video. No one really knows what anyone's value it seems like on the the market in this year's free agency class really is. So I don't know. Maybe it's just some optimistic thinking for a fan of one of those big market teams without cap space and they think they can just take him because Sergi Bacchus came out and said he wants to stay on the Toronto Raptors he wants to be on this team obviously the Raptors will have to treat him fair I don't think he'll stay on any team if we offer him five million but who really knows about that I think we're just going to write that one off but we definitely had to address it because it was put out there but you know the the Sergi Baca reports have been coming in hot and the biggest team I think or the biggest headline in terms of teams being noted is Kevin Durant sort of recruiting Serge Ibaka to the Brooklyn Nets. Riker, the Nets, they have a lot of talent on their team. Both you and I aren't 100% sure if it's all going to sort of fit together, especially with all the personality clashes. But do you think, because they, they also don't have the cap space, they'd have to make some stuff move unless that $5 million report deal is is on, on the table. But I, I think it's a bit of a pipe dream for the, the Brooklyn Nets to think they're going to get Serge Ibaka. 
Definitely a pipe dream, Ben. I'll take this moment because I can I can actually segue it relatively. Where you mentioned it's Kevin Durant, he's out there, he's doing the recruiting. We've all seen the photos now on what's going on on the top of his head. He's just going bald. It's he's gonna have to scrape all that hair off probably for the start of next season. And on hair, you know, I'm it's shifting from my head to my lip, Ben. Uh, I'm growing out my mo my mustache for November. And we're going to put the link, maybe you'll flash on the screen, put it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm doing it for a, a good cause. My brother had cancer, two of my friends got cancer last year, and they all survived. But uh, I think, you know, I want to put in a more concerted effort to contribute to the, the research and the awareness. So modest goal of $200. If you're willing to chip in a dollar or two, then definitely do that and support. It's down in the, uh, the comment section. But Ben, I, I, I would agree with you. I, I think if they were going to, if we were going to lose... Ibaka to the Brooklyn Nets with everything that he said I think he would at least let the team know and give us the opportunity to do a sign and trade and there's guys there you know it wouldn't make sense because the Raptors would have no depth at the center position and they would have no centers except for Chris Boucher but you look at guys like Karis LeVert you look at a lot of the young talent that uh, the Brooklyn Nets have and that's the only way that I could see it playing out which is like negative percentage opportunity (laughs) and happening Ben. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, definitely check out the, the Movember. It's going to be flashing on the screen over the course of this month, the little graphic, and we'll have the link in the description. So even if we forget to, to mention it in certain podcasts, it'll always be there. So definitely check that out. Tell your friends. Really good cause. But yeah, that's that's the interesting thing. And I think it only really happens with a sign and trade. I think that's the only realistic route. And you brought up a couple names there. Would you be willing to or would you be happy with as a Toronto Raptor if we ended up signing and trading Surge? Obviously, we'd have to fill in that big man spot. But if we got Dinwiddie or we received uh, Karis LeVert in return for Serge Ibaka? Um, well, not just them. So this is, this is a tough one. So let, let, give me your thoughts. I'm going to pull up what their salary situation is looking like mm-hmm. because, you know, maybe this is how I'm thinking of it. Karis LeVert, we know what he can do. That man is a baller. And he almost single-handedly kept the the team in, in, in the games against the Raptors in that first playoff series. Obviously, they were never competitive, but he was putting up big numbers, yep. right? And really, the, he was the only guy the Raptors really needed to, to focus on. And then Dinwiddie, he's a fantastic, formidable backup guard throughout his career. So he wouldn't be terrible either. And the guy that I'm thinking of is Jared Allen, who's on small money still. So... If you're looking to maybe, obviously he wouldn't, he, he'd he be a, a big guard or a big center that can't shoot. So not a perfect replacement for Surge. But you could maybe bundle up a couple of players into that type deal, Ben. Yeah, and, you know, the only way Serge Ibaka, we'd sign and trade. Like, this wouldn't be a strategic move for the Toronto Raptors to say, you know, let's get one of these guards or one of these big men for Serge Ibaka. Because arguably Serge Ibaka was one of our best players. Probably outperformed Siakam in the playoffs. He... He's turned around his three-point shot. He can still play defense. He's such an asset as a big man. You really don't want to let that type of player go, especially as we're losing Marcus And But if we, if he was to leave, if you know the Nets were just way too attractive playing with Kevin Durant, playing with his former teammate, then I wouldn't mind getting one of those guys back. I, d- I wouldn't be completely heartbroken if that deal went down. As you said, Karis LeVert's a baller. Dinwiddie's extremely underrated. Jared Allen... Even if we just got him and then some filler or maybe the cap situation worked out because the caps are always a little bit weird during the offseason. We don't really know what's going to happen this offseason. If we just got Jared Allen in return, I wouldn't hate it. 
I wouldn't, you know, be out here. Now, I would hate that, Ben. That's a bit of a stretch. Well, like, I, I'd be disappointed. Just Jared Allen for I, a box? I'd be disappointed, but, like, it's better than nothing, so to speak. Like, it's better than him walking to another team, like the, the Lakers, the Rockets, which we'll get into as this podcast goes along. But Jared Allen wouldn't be a piece I'd be, I'd hate him being on this team because his jumper is pretty clean. He doesn't shoot a lot of threes, but he can step out from that distance. He's mobile. He can block shots, and he's super young. But... I'm in agreement with you. I wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> and this is this would have to be next level professionalism because I only see this happening, and this will be our segue as well into the the Lakers rumors, the Houston rumors. Is that Serge Ibaka comes out and he says, "I want to go and play for these guys. I, I don't really care about the money, whatever. I just want to go and play for these franchises." And then says, "I'll give you an opportunity. You can you can give me the contract and then do a sign and trade. And if it's a one for one, Ibaka for." Jared Allen, that'd be a $3 million deal. Surely you could give him $15 million or something and, and add Dinwiddie and Jared Allen into the mix, but I, I don't see it I don't see it happening with Brooklyn Nets, obviously, Ben, but the same reports are coming out for LA that they're extremely interested in him, and not only Serge Ibaka, but another former Raptors player, DeMar DeRozan. So there's some weird polls coming out from the Western Conference now, too, Ben. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll we'll stay on the topic of Serge Ibaka right now. The Houston Rockets and the LA Lakers are two teams that have been very, very adamant about their interest in, in Serge Ibaka's big man. Uh, we'll briefly touch on the Houston Rockets, both especially with how much of a mess that's been right now with the reports, Westbrook wanting out, everyone wanting to get traded, Westbrook for Paul George, all this sort of stuff. Do you think there's any chance he goes to Houston and sort of Obviously, Kevin Durant's not there, but teams up with his OKC former teammates and James Harden and Westbrook. Well, it would help them out tremendously in getting a Baca because at least he could still stretch the floor. He he fits somewhat within their small ball. It would be an improvement for them. We think that you and I both agree that it makes sense for the Rockets to want to bring in Paul George, who should be an improved three-point shooter over Westbrook. I, I Again, I don't see any of these scenarios being likely if they're only saying pricing his value at $5 million, $10 million, whatever. But... Um, you know, and especially if the, I don't, I don't see Serge Ibaka wanting to go to Houston specifically because I, I'd only see him wanting to leave for a nice city, uh, championship contender, guys that he's really friendly with. Houston fits none of those bills. Yeah, and uh, like on paper, the roster would actually be really nice. Looking at it, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, PJ Tucker, they're they're moving away from the small ball because Daryl Moore is gone. So you know, they still have Eric Gordon, they have Daniel House, they have a lot of players that would be good. Sergi Baca could sort of be that big that lets them play a little bit more traditionally, but still spaces the floor. But with all the reports, all the rumors, everything that's coming out, Westbrook wanting out, Daniel House, Eric Gordon being mad at their roles, you know, uh, PJ Tucker really angry about his contract situation not being extended, and their owner being notoriously one of the worst in the league, and letting Daryl Morey walk, letting D'Antoni go. I just think that's going to be a complete just tornado things are going to go really bad in Houston people are expecting James Harden to be on the move so I I don't think he goes there but the more intriguing one is the Lakers because Sergi Baca you know he he's been known he wants to win obviously the Toronto Raptors are a winning team so there's no big issues there but if he is really championship hunting and he doesn't see much value in or difference in contracts whatever the Lakers are a pretty interesting destination and they've the Lakers, I think they're losing Dwight, or they Dwight Howard's a free agent. He might go to the Warriors or something like that. That would be, that's the team I'm probably most worried about in terms of all the teams we've brought up so far, Riker. 
Yeah, and there's the very obvious pull. You get to go play with LeBron. Mm-hmm. You get to go to a team that just won a championship. You get to play in sunny Los Angeles. You know, you, there's a lot of things that it's very obvious why you'd want to go to a team like that, to a franchise like that, that has such a history and culture of winning and the talent that has gone through there. And I thought immediately, well, why would you want to take the role reduction? But he played a lot of off the bench and seemed to be fine with that role because he, he for the Toronto Raptors, with Marcus All obviously starting for most of the season. Um, but I, I think that they'd be able to even play Davis and Serge Ibaka at a four and a five if they really wanted to. I, you know, I, I think that is a potentially worrisome team, market, bunch of people, franchise yeah. to compete with if there's, you know, if money starts to be similar and if Serge Ibaka says, well, hey, I'm I'm interested in leaving if there's a better deal on the table, you know, we're kind of hoping that all these expressed in the offseason about liking Toronto, wanting to stay, um, you know, all of the connections that he has with this franchise, that's what we're kind of hoping is more important to him. But if it's not, then L.A. could be legitimately terrifying, Ben. Yeah, and before we put down our, our solid predictions, I, I'd be in agreement with you. One thing I bring up, like, they started Dwight Howard most of the season. Obviously, in the final game of the finals, they moved Dwight Howard to the bench, brought in Caruso, but they've traditionally ran Anthony Davis at the power forward, and Sergi Baca just sort of fits their playing style a lot better. He, he's just a lot better player than Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee are right now, so... He'd definitely be the starting five over there, but I think it's clear he's going to have the starting opportunity in Toronto as well, so there's no real worries about him being angry about his role or not feeling like he has a place on this team going forward with the Raptors. But I guess maybe, and I I think we wanted to talk about this too, because you know we love talking about our former franchise player, DeMar DeRozan. What are your thoughts on the rumors of him potentially joining Serge Ibaka if they go to the LA Lakers and getting traded for another former Raptor and Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma? Is that his value right now? (laughs) That's shocking if that's his value. That is absolutely shocking. And we mentioned it before we started this podcast, Ben, if that's his value, I'd be willing to put up, and I've been a very avid, very extremely avid person to say, I wouldn't accept anything to bring. I wouldn't accept them back on a minimum to have them on the roster. But you know what? If Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma are all that he is worth on the trade market, I'd put up, um, you know, I'd, you said no to Paul Watson, but I, I, I there's, there's some guys who, who would you think I'd put up maybe Terrence Davis with everything that's going on. Um, Whoever, Ben. I'd I'd offer some some of our low, deep bench guys. Oh, I, like, if that's his value, you, you pick up DeMar DeRozan if that's his value. I I was shocked when I saw that sort of deal out there. Maybe people still think Kyle Kuzma is the, the second coming of, I don't even know, Kevin Garnett in terms of a shooting big man. I don't really know where people had his value at. I've never been the highest guy on Kyle Kuzma, but... I don't see any real value in those two guys, especially... I guess Kuzma played well down the stretch of the playoffs and stuff. Skip Bayless is coming out and saying it'd be a steal for the Spurs, but he tries to run with the narrative that the that Kuzma is the Lakers' closer just to hate on LeBron. So I guess that makes sense. I I was kind of shocked to see that. I'm, I don't know. We're kind of diverting away from the Sergi Baca topic, but if, if we can get deep bench guys for, for DeMar DeRozan, even though he's 31, even though he doesn't shoot threes, he's a bucket... He can pass now. He's an offensive just machine. 
Nick Nurse said that uh, when he took on the mantle of the Toronto Raptors that he was going to get DeMar to start shooting more threes, to start playing more defense. So I think he'd be his value would be even amplified in sort of a Nick Nurse system. Obviously, Popovich is playing sort of mid-2000s basketball, letting DeMar shoot mid-ranges every possession. But I don't know. It's I'd like to see DeMar back if that, that trade scenario happens. If more things come out on it, then maybe we'll do a whole video on it. But... Definitely interesting stuff, but before we end it off, Riker, I think we, we did the same thing in the Fred Van Vliet video. Definitely check that out if you haven't. Riker, what's your so- solid prediction on where Serge Ibaka is going and, and money for it? Toronto, $15 million per year for three years. $45 million three-year contract stays with Toronto. I agree with you. I, I think that's a reasonable contract, but I could also see it going... One year, $28 million. I could see a one-year just upfront deal. And then, as we said, keep that cap space flexibility open for 2021, see what happens. But uh, I think both you and I expect him to stay. I guess the, the rumors on the Hornets offering him a max contract have died out. But who really knows? They're in talks for Russell Westbrook. But let's know what you guys think. We got through a lot of sort of reports throughout this video. Let us know in the comment section below. Do you think Serge Ibaka is going to stay? Where do you think it will end up? You're the best to make this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Riker, any last words? Mafuzi chef. Stay. Stay in Toronto. That's my pitch. Stay. <laughs> Stick around. He stay. <laughs> <laughs> he stay. Cheers. <laughs>